name is Joseph and I'd like to welcome you to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. This show is dedicated at teaching you the word of God to its fullest and increasing your faith and helping you find opportunities to serve the Lord. May you enjoy the sermon. So today's reading comes from the book of Genesis chapter 13 uh, from verses 14 through 15. Yes. And the word reads as follows. And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants could also be numbered. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are here this wonderful day. This is your word. We believe, Jehovah, that it comes directly from you. But God, I'm just a vessel for it. But God, I have no saying in it, Jehovah. Whatever that is spoken, God, comes from you, Jehovah. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray. Amen. Uh, okay, I'm going to give a rough background of what this story is about. Uh, there's a situation between Lot and Abraham. They are successful, both of them rich. They have livestock, they have everything. They have cattle and everything. And there starts being strife or fighting in between their headsmen. So Abraham's headsmen fighting with Lot's headsmen or headsmen's, uh, I mean Lot's headsmen fighting with Abraham's head, headsmen. And then Abraham says to Lot, there is no quarrel between you and I, and I do not want it to get to that. So rather, we separate from where we are. You go your way. If you choose to go to the east, I'll go to the south. If you choose to go to the right, I'll go to the left. If you choose to go to the left, I'll go to the right. And then Lot chooses, and the place that he chose was a very nice place. Green, beautiful, and that place is known as Sodom which is the place which God destroyed eventually. And now Abraham is left all by himself. Then God comes to Abraham just after Lot had separated from him. And he says to him, look from where you are standing. From the north to the south, from the east to the west. In the land which you are standing, as far as you can see, I will give you that. And not only will I give you that, I will give it to you and your descendants. And I will ensure that your descendants are so many that they could never ever be numbered. And this is the place of my message. The title is, How Far Can You See? How far can you see? See, when you look at the circumstance that God is putting Abraham in, he is saying to him, whatever that you see, I can give to you. I don't care how far you see. 
I'm a God who can give all things. So as far as you can see, this land will belong to you. And I feel that, you know, and th th this is like part of what I had previously preached and uh, as part of our faith talk, that we have become these people who tend to put limits on God and what he can give to us. And because we put limits on God, we do not actually get the things that we really want. So we end up getting the minimum. We end up getting what our hearts feel that God can give us. And this scripture goes to tell you that God wants you to expand your vision, to be able to see further than where you are seeing. And let us be reminded that there's a scripture in Isaiah which tells us that you know God's ways are higher than ours and his thoughts are higher than ours so there is no way that we can even outthink him there is no way that we could even outsee him so whatever that we see he can see beyond that whatever that we can think he can think beyond that the Bible also tells us that whatever that we can ask from him God will give that to us. See, Jesus Christ, in, in, in one of his sermons, as he's preaching to his disciples, he says that, in, in, I think, it, okay, in, yes, in John chapter 14, yes, John 14, he says, whatever it is that you ask in my name, from my Father, he will give to you. See, based on English, when someone says whatever, it means all things, anything. I'm not going to give you part of the things. I'm going to give you everything that you're asking for. The Bible goes and tells us that there is nothing impossible for God. It says, if I think it's impossible for God, it's not impossible. Yes, it can be impossible for man, but it is not impossible for God. And today's scripture is reminding us to see further than what we've been seeing. To know that there is nothing too hard for God. And to believe him when he says he can give us whatever we ask for. In the book of 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 3. Uh, we hear about the story of uh, Samuel. Yes. Uh, Samuel is a king at a very young age. And God has selected him as king, by the way. I mean, Solomon. Solomon. Why am I saying Samuel? God. Uh, yes. So Solomon is made a king after David. And. God has given him this authority over people. Then God goes to him and he says, in verse 5, he says to him, the scripture says, At Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask, what shall I give you? See, this is what God is posing to you today. You know you have things that you want. 
but you probably do not believe that God can give them to you. So you've been working yourself too hard. You've been straining yourself. And today God is saying, ask. What is it that you want me to give you? What is it that you require? What is it that you require from me? See, in the scripture, what Solomon actually asked for was wisdom. But for a purpose, he says to God, I want wisdom because you have given me power over these people, but I want to be able to judge them. I want to be able to understand what their thoughts are. So God gives them the spirit, the power to discern and understand people's thoughts so that he can judge well, so that he can judge better. But then God says, he is able to even give him riches. So he gives him riches. And he says, also, apart from the riches, because he has given him an understanding, he also gives him honor so that he can be honored by people. You see, these things Solomon did not ask for. But because God is the creator of all things and he owns things, and they're all in his authority, he says, I am giving to you nonetheless. So how much more about you who is looking for riches and are asking for riches from God? Do you not believe that God can give them to you? Do you not believe that if you had no money and you needed God to give you money, that if you went to him and you prayed and you asked for it, he would give it to you? See, this is, this is the challenge that I feel God is posing to us today. That, you know, we have put so many limitations on him that we know him as a God of this and not a God of all things. See, because God has never healed me, so I cannot see him as a healer. But God says, my word is a testimony. When you study the word of God, you will find every single scripture that speaks about every single situation that you think that God is not able to do. And this scripture in First Kings sums it up for us because God shows you that he is capable of giving riches. He is capable of even giving honor. So he is able to give you things that affect your mental health, that affect your mind, that affect your heart, things that you would think these are the things that God has control over. God has control over wisdom because he created me. These are things that people would ideally say, God has control over this thing so he can give them to me. But he goes as far as saying, then I will give you riches. These are things that are outside of you outside of your body, outside of your control. These are things that by virtue of the world, when you look at how the world is made, by the thoughts of the world, you're supposed to work hard for them. But God says, I can give them to you. See, I could go on and on and on the whole day, giving you examples of the things that you would think that God cannot give to you, of the things that you think that God isn't capable of providing. And I would give you a long list of all of those things and scriptures. But trust me, when I tell you that, the book of Genesis, chapter 13, verse 14, sums it up as well for you. It tells you that as far as you can see, 
So tell me, how good is your vision? How far can you really see? What are the things that you want, but you're only seeing the bare minimum of them? Because you don't believe that God can give you further than that. And sometimes I know that you believe, but because there are challenges in life, they just hamper your belief. They stop you from seeing what God can do for you. Because sometimes you apply for a job and then they go and appoint someone and now you're thinking, uh, I cannot get there anymore. But you see, here's, here's the deal. I'm going to give you four points real quick. And I hope these four points, like, they actually help you. The first one is have a clear vision. I don't know what it is that you want. But put it down on paper, make it clear, and tell it to God. Say, God, this is what I want. Reason with God. Tell him why you want those things. Tell him that you want them. Pray about them. This is about you having a clear vision, by the way. Okay? You need to be able to see the things that you want. Abraham was given a land to look at and to choose from. But God says, whatever you ask. So today, I am giving you this challenge. Sit down, write down everything that you think you want and see as far as you can. You want to be a CEO, see that seat. You want to be a billionaire, see yourself there. There's a company that you've been applying for and you've wanted for the longest time, see yourself working there and tell it to God. Because he's listening. He wants you to tell him. Have a clear vision. Two, know who your father is. See, in the book of Job 38, 39, 40, 81, there's a circumstance here that's going on. There's a situation. God approaches Job and starts a conversation with Job. God tells Job of all the things that are created and who their creator is. Because Job has been complaining all along about why God took things from him. And now God is reminding him of who he is and what he is capable of and what he can do. And today I am coming to you and reminding you that if you believe in God, and I mean like the God of Abraham, the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I mean the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac, and the God who gave his one and only begotten son to die on the cross so that we may have life and not just life, but life in abundance, if that is the God that you believe in and you study the word, you will know who he is. You will know exactly what he is capable of. 
because there is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing impossible for God. And he will keep reminding you of that. So study the word so that you can know God more, so that you can understand him more, so that when you go to him and you approach his throne, you, approach his throne, you have enough confidence in him and your faith is strong enough. And your faith is completely in him. Because I feel like one of the greatest mistakes that we make as people is to not know who our father is because we don't really study the word by ourselves so we don't really know how far he can actually be stretched we don't really know how much he can give to us so when we go to him we kind of like put limits on him see i had a pastor who said you knowing who you're asking from will determine the quality of your ask And I'm going to say this to you. How far you see will be determined by how well you know your father. If you do not know him, then you will limit him. But if you know him, you will see the furthest. And I'm saying this again. Nothing that you can even think of, nothing you can even dream of, nothing you can even imagine is going to come to a level where it's greater than what God can see for you. Even the things that you think are a lot, even the things that you think are too much, when you know God and you understand who he is and you know exactly who your father is, you can never ever ask him for anything that is beyond what he can handle. If you can think it, he can outthink you on it. That's the point. Point number three, do not lose sight of what you see. Do not ever in your life lose sight of what you're asking for from God. If you ask for it, stick to it. Going back to my example about you applying for a job. If you ever applied for a job and you got rejected, you don't stop applying for it. You keep applying. You ask for it. You don't stop believing that God can give it to you. Because miracles do happen. And God can change a situation that was a no, that was a rejection, into an acceptance. If you know God, then you know that he can do all things. So do not ever lose sight of what you're asking for. See, I once made an example about how I used to be in varsity. And at one exam, I thought... Uh, I'm going to get an 80 and then when I got to an exam and I had a problem with the first question and then I started seeing a 50 and I got a 50 because I lost sight of where I was going. I lost sight of what I wanted. And if you lose sight of what you're looking for, you stop getting what you're looking for. You get what you see now. So ask yourself this question today. How far can you see? How far can you see? See, sometimes your vision will get impaired by doubts. Sometimes your vision will get impaired by situations changing. But I am telling you, I don't care how low you are, you don't stop believing that God can give you what you're asking for. Because the minute you stop believing, then you lose your faith. Then you are like that man 
when he looks at himself in the mirror, then immediately after moving away from the mirror, he forgets what he looks like. Last point. Keep the faith. Keep the faith and stay assured that God will do it. Have the confidence in the things that you cannot see that they can come to life. Because our God is the one who spoke things that are not as though that they are and they were. His word is true and if you believe in him and if you trust him and if you keep your confidence in him, he will fulfill all your heart's desires. He will give to you whatever you ask. So today, improve your vision. See further than what you've been seeing. Don't see just what you failed at. This is what I can get. See the things that you thought that you could never get and believe that you can get them and God will give them to you. All you gotta do is to trust him. All you gotta do is to believe in him. All you gotta do is to put your faith in him and stick to what you want and stick to the promises of God. See, sometimes people might say, but this was just promised to Abraham. But there's a song which says, Abraham's promises are mine. And I don't know if you've never sang that song or if you've never heard it, but look for it and start singing it and start believing it. Because by, the virtue, by virtue of you believing in Christ Jesus, you have automatically been an heir to the kingdom of God. And if you're an heir to the kingdom of God, it means whatever promises that he made to the Israelites, whatever promises he made to Abraham, whatever promises he made in the beginning, those promises are yours as well. And trust him. Now in conclusion, I'd like to say, test your faith. Because I don't know how much faith you have. But what I can tell you is, test it. If you feel like there are things that are too big, start small. But don't ever get to a point where you lose your faith and stop believing that God can do even the big things. If you want 100 million, ask for 10,000. Start small and build up your faith until you get to a point where you can ask him for more, until you can see further than what you're seeing. And trust me, God will give you if you ask. God will give you if you believe. Do not doubt him. Do not put limits on him. Have the full confidence that there is nothing impossible for him. And you will see miracles. You will see great things happening in your life. Amen. So I'm going to do a prayer. Uh, yes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. We trust that it came directly from your mouth, Jehovah, to your children's ears, O oh Lord. 
I am praying for whoever is listening to this today, Father, that you come into their hearts and you show them, God, what you can do, Father. That, God, through your word, you, re you reveal your power to them, that they can see all things are possible with you, Father. That they can believe all the more in your promises and they can believe that whatever it is that they ask, you will give to them, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray. Amen. Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. We hope you had a great time with us and that you enjoyed the sermon. Our prayer is that the word fulfills you that it increases your faith as well as your desire to serve God. We love you and God loves you. For more messages like this, please subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications. Thank you and goodbye.